from tender stem hath sprung of Jesse's lineage coming as those of old have sung it came a flower at bright amid the spent was the night
and consolation, hope of all the earth thou art, dear desire of every nation, joy of every
Good morning. A friend of mine was the quarterback for one of the squadron football teams. And whenever he wanted to gather his teammates, he'd just shout, hunker down, you hairy dogs. So hunker down, you hairy dogs. <laughs> Welcome to Aldersgate United Methodist Church. We're glad you were here watching online. Uh, we, we always pray that these services will be experiences, encounters with the living God. Uh, please take a, a look at your inserts. We have a summary of the church council meeting, of trustees meeting. Uh, we want to keep you informed and want to guarantee you that I am taking no classified documents home. Uh, especially pay attention to the small group form. Uh, that, that is something we've been talking about for a while. Uh, COVID kept getting in the way, but now we have the opportunity to make those things happen. And it, it, if you will, I know it says your signature is optional, but I want to encourage you more towards the side of signing it. That way we know what your interests are. Uh, and, and we might actually be able to call on you to teach a class. Or, I didn't know this person could do this. They would be good on a certain committee. Now, I hope in saying that I haven't moved you to the other side. But please consider putting your name down. But, but definitely take a look at it and fill it out. We want to offer groups that are entertaining, that gather people from the community, that meet in people's homes, which is a lot safer environment for some folks to be invited to come to a, to a person's home, uh, at the church, uh, fun things, serious things, wh whatever is of interest and will benefit our church family and our community at large. Revolution is a good thing. It is our youth conference that happens every year in Columbia at the end of January on the 27th through the 29th. We are taking, we, meaning Lily and a couple of her closest friends, they, they will be by the end of that weekend, um, taking six children. I remind you, we figured out it's been at least 15 years. So Lily was five the last time we took anyone to Revolution. So please donate to the cause. Uh, if you feel led to give financially to this ministry and this trip, uh, just put in the memo line Revolution or Youth Trip and we will know what that means. 
Plentiful Harvest Kitchen meets today from 2 to 4. People could come and prepare and cook. And from 4 to 6, uh, to serve and to clean. Or, if you're a real die-hard fan and know you'll be entertaining angels unaware, come at 2 and stay till 6. Charlie Hawkrider is going to be teaching a safe sex safe sanctuary training. Wow. Tuesday, maybe he could say it better than I do, 6.30 p.m. So it's been, if it's been more than three years since your last training, if you're thinking about working around children, uh, this will be for you. It is required for that. Uh, we are updating the church directory. Please look at your information. It's out on the table in the back. Uh, and, and if you have come to this church since our last directory was done, uh, we encourage you to put your information back there. Also, it's not just for members. It's for anyone who is attending. SPRC by Ring Central is at 6.30 tomorrow evening. Evangelism and Outreach is at Tuesday at 6.30. Is that right, Harry? Yes. You want to say anything more? In person. Worship Committee will meet January 31st at 6.30. And... We have the privilege of being an overflow shelter for the Bethel shelters. Harry, are you saying touchdown? What are you saying? Harry has his hands in the air. He's praising God already, and we haven't even got to the good stuff. Is your microphone on, Harry? Look. Uh, maybe a little bit of work on uh, Friday, preliminary work on Friday, but most of the work will be on Saturday, uh, and, and I'll, I'll get a schedule out. I've heard from uh, uh, at least Rick and Rich and Mike and uh, Bruce and maybe others and uh, John, Craig. Okay, I'll get out a, a, uh, a schedule so we don't all just show up at once. But that'll be the first weekend, uh, most, most of the work on Saturday in February. Thank you, Harry. Uh, like I said, we, were, we, we are privileged to be an overflow shelter. So if you wander in the church late at night and, and, and bump into a guy who wearing pajamas, wandering around, don't get nervous. They're supposed to be here. Any other announcements? Delilah would like for you to know that she has her Girl Scout cookie order form here. She's wearing a Girl Scout vest, and she'd like to see you in the narthex after church. And I just sent around the sign-up sheet for Safe Sanctuary, and mine was only the second name on that sign-up sheet. I think we need a stronger commitment toward our children than just two names. Please sign it. Yes, we had this training last July, 
and we had a lot more people signed up then. I think we had about 25 or 30 at that point. There are also a couple other people who will be coming this Tuesday that aren't on this sign-up sheet. Steve, behind you. A couple of announcements. Uh, Peggy's got one too. But um, So we're resuming our quarterly breakfast in February 26th. It's not in the bulletin, but it will be the next time. So put that on your calendar and look out for that. And, and men, we'll be send, I'll be sending out an email for, for uh, assistance, you know, cooks and clean up and all of that. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, concerning the safe sanctuary, also associated with that is background checks. If you are working with youth, vulnerable adults, you will need a background check. And we have a list of folks that will be getting that. You look on, look out, be on the lookout for uh, an email and also an authorization permission form. All right, so be on the lookout for that. And no, I'm not having a background check, but. I would like to report that we had a very productive mission meeting last week. We came up with uh, an assortment of mission endeavors, and we they're open to change, but we were excited about the ones that we came up with, and uh, you'll be hearing more about it in the near future. Thank you all who came, who were participants, because we need your input. Thank you. Steve, I have one in the back. All right, wait. I want to ask all of your um, indulgence today. We had a software update yesterday, and it's not playing nice with the slides this morning. All of you who have Windows machines know how that can happen sometimes. So please bear with us. Some slides work, some slides don't. We'll do the best we can, but apologize for the inconvenience. Anyone else? Yeah, forgive me, I just realized my phone's in my pocket and it's not turned off. Uh, we do have one more announcement. Um, understand that Mike Sturkey has a birthday today. So if you see Mike, wish him Who a I, happy I, birthday. He's hiding in the back. But we're going to bring him out. <laughs> he did do this to you, didn't he, if I'm remembering correctly? <laughs> <laughs> apologize. Linda is not feeling well today, so say a prayer for her, and that's the reason she's not here, but she just sent me a text and asked me if I would announce to those of you who were on the uh, Pastor Parish Relation to SPRC tomorrow night that we will be joining at 6.15, so 15 minutes early. Good. Thank you, Jay. Anyone else? As we welcome the men from the shelter, and I don't know, I don't have any authority to say this, but uh, I think last year some of us brought snacks so that they could have 
coffee or something in the evening. Uh, it's taken care of for tonight, but uh, I don't have a sign-up sheet. I think I think it's just whoever wants to do it, bring it and put it in the fellowship hall. Thank you, thank you. Well, Fran, I'll have you know Linda's not the only one feeling well. I woke up and was coughing and spluttering. So I'm wearing a mask and I won't be walking to the back. Uh, if you feel like walk, uh, walking up to me, that's fine. I'll be happy to breathe on you. But <laughs> forewarned is forearmed or the other way around. I'm not sure how that goes. Um, I just wanted you all to know that. I feel fine, but uh, I, I, I want to pass along good things, not bad things to you. Anyone else? Let us join together in our call to worship. Lord God, in this short time together, open our ears and our eyes to see your vision for this place and our part within it. 
teach us, hear our prayers, and enable us for service wherever you might take us. And may we receive it all to your praise and glory. Amen.
We believe in God, the creator of all things, the giver of life and breath. We believe in Jesus Christ, born Emmanuel, God with us, baptized and revealed the most beloved Son of God. He sought to heal humanity by taking our brokenness upon himself, suffering for us, dying for us, and being raised from the dead for our sake and for the sake of all the world. We believe that he will come again. We believe in the Holy Spirit, continually poured out and refreshing our lives, leading us into a new day, ever birthing the church, the body of Christ in the world. This spirit is our sole companion and counselor of truth, reminding us of the gift of faith, the ever-presence of God, and the promise of eternal life. Please be seated. We have children. All right, let's go. It's Nan Delala time. She gets to show off her, show off her Girl Scouts. How you doing selling your cookies so far? Or have you just started? Nah, don't really know. More than 15 packages already? <coughs> wow. Uh, you guys can um, not play it. You can help me this week. Okay, I want you, if you wore a coat or a jacket any time this week, would you raise your hand? Okay, see all the, mmm. had some crazy weather, haven't we? I mean, really crazy weather. It's been cold, then it's been warm, and then it's been raining. Um... We, some people make a fuss about it, but we should just be grateful that we have something warm to put on when it's cold. As I look around, I see a lot of red noses, and it's not Rudolph, okay? Many of us, including myself, have colds because of the change in the weather. I always try to have a Kleenex in my pocket but I've been caught off guard okay, and unprepared this week and have had to ask several friends to help me to find a Kleenex quick. So I brought Kleenexes if anybody needs one. Okay. Now, sometimes we treat God like a Kleenex. That sounds pretty gross, doesn't it, if you think about it? 
okay, really gross, okay, but let me tell you what I mean by treating God like a Kleenex. When we get really busy playing or doing our work during the day, Kleenexes are not the first thing we think about having near us, okay, then if we have a crisis and our nose starts to run, or we start sneezing uncontrollably. All of a sudden, that's all we can think about is, I need to find a Kleenex, and I need it quick. Okay, we've got to have a Kleenex. We've got to have it right now. Isn't that kind of how we treat God sometimes? We get really busy doing our work, playing, doing what we do every day. We don't stop to think about him until we have a crisis or something goes wrong in our life. Then we reach out to God. Help, we need you right now. The good thing is that our God promises that he is right here all the time. His love is not like a Kleenex. It never runs out. It's never out of reach. We don't have to go find and search for it. Matthew 28 says, Surely I am with you always, even to the end of time. God promises always to be with us. Let's thank that promise. Can you close your hands? Prayer. Our Father, we know you are with us all the time. Help us to remember you throughout our whole day. And all the children said, Amen. Thank you, Delilah. Before we sing our anthem, I just wanted to share with you that today's anthem actually comes from the hymnal. Jesus, Lord, we look to thee is number 562, if you would like to follow along. Over the last couple of years, Dallas and I have taken to finding hymns out of that treasure of a book that maybe aren't familiar and arranging them into choir anthems, and we'll continue to do that but we'd also like you to learn these as well. So number 562 is Jesus, Lord, we look to thee.
we always have great need to go to the Lord in prayer, but there are times when that need, that need seems even greater. Jim, I was so sorry to hear about your brother. You know, family re- relationships are special and, and very unique. I, and, uh, you know, I, I, I thought I understood, you know, they, they train you in seminary. Here's the grief process. And, and then someone close to you is resurrected and all that gets thrown out the window. Uh, it, it, it's tough. So, Jim, we're thinking about you. We, we've been asked to pray, uh, I brought this up last week, for Gay's sister, uh, so we remember her this morning. Who else might we remember? Barbara Powell's brother. Thank you, Barbara. Um, my friend Larry Harker, is, they just discovered a uh, rare type of uh, skin cancer that's a tumor in the skin. Mm-hmm. Does, it sounds very, it's very serious. He's been in the hospital since the 1st of January. So please pray for him. And also a friend of mine, her sister has COVID and she's now in the hospital. talked to Marietta a couple of times this week. She is having her procedure next Friday. So keep her in your prayers. We will. Thank you, Hope. I'm not sure if people know this, but there was another mass shooting in California last evening at a dance studio. There, 10 people were killed, 10 were wounded. So I wonder if we could keep, I'm sorry? Los Angeles, I believe it was. Uh, It was prior to an Asian American celebration of the new year. So I thought we could keep those families and people in our prayers. Janice, be thinking. Anyone else? Janice, think time is over. Give us reasons to praise. Um, A reason for praise that we can give of ourselves, either with our time or presence in helping or just by praying for others as we need to. Even if you don't know of anybody that needs prayer, everybody needs prayer, so take some time for that. Good reminder. Thank you. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, help us to live the upside-down lives of your tipsy-turvy kingdom. Your kingdom in which those living in poverty bear gifts of great worth. Your kingdom where the dead rise your kingdom in which the meek inherit the earth. Teach us how to live in an upside-down world 
where we are called to welcome the outcast, to prepare a feast for the ragged, and to forgive those who offend us. Renew our spirits and cleanse our hearts so we might pour ourselves out a love offering to you. Renew our minds and transform our lives so we might treasure the life of humility and service. Renew our cities and rebuild our ruins as we dedicate ourselves to the care of the neediest among us following your example. Give us your Spirit's vision. Give us your Spirit's compassion. Plant within us the seeds of concern for all of humanity. Fill us with your wells of generosity. Remind us, Jesus. Remind us that we are people who have been forgiven a great debt. So make our loves like our love like yours. Help us to lavish love on others around us. Help us to give so generously that others are astounded. Help us to love as you love us. Forgive us those times when our love has fallen short. Forgive us when we have not listened for your Spirit's call. Prince of Peace, be born into our world again. Be born to our troops and for all who fight for freedom and to free those who cannot free themselves. Be born on the battlefields of our world and in the battlefields of our hearts. Wherever there is pain, wherever there is loneliness, wherever hope is gone, come long-expected Jesus. Abide with the leaders of our church. Bring healing in your wings to the healers. Set your divine protection upon those who protect. Give strength and wisdom to parents raising children and to children raising parents. As we raise our faces to your glory, hear us as we pray for those in our hearts this morning. We've mentioned names, people, souls that are dear to us. Help us to weep with those who weep and to rejoice with those who rejoice. Give us a bold witness, O Lord, because your love is bold, your grace is bold, 
Your righteousness and goodness are bold. We thank you for your church and for this church and for the joy we feel and know in this place. Use us, Lord Jesus, to do your will, to answer your Holy Spirit, and to make all things new in our lives and in the lives of those around us. May each day bring us closer to being the people you have created us to be. We ask these things in the name of our Lord, who still teaches us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Thank you.
Today's Psalter reading is uh, Psalm 27, verses 1 and 4 through 10 on page 758 of the hymnal. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? One thing I asked of God, of the Lord, that will I seek after. The Lord will hide me in his shelter in the day of trouble, will conceal me under the cover of his tent, and will set me high upon a rock. And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies round about me, and I will offer sacrifices in the Lord's tent with shouts of joy. I will sing and make melody to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry aloud. Be gracious to me and answer me. Come, my heart said, seek the Lord's face. Your face, O Lord, I seek. Hide not your face from me. Turn not your servant away in anger, for you have been my help. Cast me not off, forsake me not, O God of my salvation. If my father and mother should forsake me, Today's scripture reading is from the uh, first chapter of 1 Corinthians, verses 10 through 18, um, uh, and it's on the front page of the uh, bulletin, Divisions in the Church. Now I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you be in agreement and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be united in the same mind and the same purpose. For it has been reported to me by Chloe's people that there are quarrels among you, my brothers and sisters. What I mean is that each of you says, I belong to Paul, or I belong to Apollos, or I belong to Cephas, or I belong to Christ. Has Christ been divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Or were you baptized in the name of Paul? I thank God that I baptized none of you except Crispus and Gaius, so that no one can say that you were baptized in my name. I did baptize also the household of Stephanus. Beyond that, I do not know whether I baptized anyone else. 
for Christ did not send me to baptize, but to proclaim the gospel, and not with eloquent wisdom, so that the cross of Christ might not be emptied of its power. Christ, the power and wisdom of God. For the message about the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. The word of God for the people of God. Lord, let us hear these words in ways that affect our lives. For the faith we live is precious to us. And the heart of our faith is your cross. Set it in our hearts. Make it the anchor of our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. A man was sitting on the edge of a bed watching his wife. Have y'all ever done that? Well, if you're the wife, never mind. I mean, I was raised in a house with two sisters and a mom. And when y'all went to put on your makeup, oh, it was like mesmerizing. You pulled out all these intricate tools, things with brushes on the ends. I have seen artists who had palettes with less color in them. I mean, this was a full stage production. And as a young boy, I wanted to watch. I wanted to see everything. What are they doing with all these things? Are they getting ready to perform surgery? So it's not unusual for a man to be sitting on the bed watching his wife. She was looking at herself in a mirror, looking this side, that side, turning around, trying to look over her shoulder. Since her birthday was not far off, he asked the obvious question. What do you want for your birthday? I'd like to be six again, she replied, still looking in the mirror. Well, on the morning of her birthday, he got up early and brought her breakfast in bed, a huge bowl of Fruit Loops. Then they were off to the amusement park where he put her on every ride in the park. Five hours later, they staggered out of the park, her head reeling and her stomach feeling upside down. Yo, excuse me, just a minute. If I don't do this, I am not going to be able to finish this sermon. <coughs> well, he wasn't done. He pulled into a McDonald's and treated her to a happy meal with extra fries and a large chocolate milkshake. Then it was off to a movie complete with popcorn, a soda, and a big box of her favorite candy M&Ms.
finally she wobbled home with her husband and collapsed into bed, exhausted. The man leaned over to his wife with a big smile, kissed her on the cheek, and lovingly asked, Well, tell me, dear, what was it like to be six again? She slowly opened her eyes and replied, I meant size six. <laughs> Y'all knew where that one was going. I know you had to. Even so, the point is made. This husband had truly heard his wife's words. He had listened. He had just totally missed the meaning. Another story. A man by the name of George Stratton did a very unusual thing. It's a true story. He invented a pair of glasses that inverted everything. Now, I used to wear glasses. I see a lot of people wearing glasses. Imagine if you put your glasses on and everything did that number. Put them on, and you would have clouds on the ground and ground above clouds. That would be a little different. The sky at your feet, the ground over your head. Trees hanging down from the sky and birds flying on the ground. Pour a cup of coffee. Pour a cup of coffee and see it go up into your mug. Jump down and go up. He wore these glasses for weeks at a time. For weeks. And he said, at first, it was difficult. I bet it was. Every week, we hear God's word. But how often do we miss God's meaning? We hear the words just like that husband. But how often do we get the message wrong? You see, God's Word turns our world upside down. To truly hear God's Word is to know that Jesus invites us to live upside-down lives in an upside-down world. Now, when I was praying over this sermon and putting it on paper, I thought, well, if you're living an upside-down life in an upside-down world, does that mean you're actually right-side up? No, it just means everything's upside-down, kilter, about to fall on its head. You ever walked in a world like that? Grief comes along, and all of a sudden, your world's upside-down. A child, even happy events, a child is born into the family. Your life is turned upside down. 
a three-year-old grandson comes into your life. Believe me, I found out. Your life is turned upside down. Just look at the crazy things Jesus did. Touching lepers, healing on the Sabbath, defending adulterers. That's nuts. Befriending prostitutes, washing his disciples' feet. What kind of God does that? Throwing temple tantrums. Jesus spoke with Samaritans and partied with tax collectors. You want to hear something awful? He ate with sinners and valued women. Now, I, I, I'm telling you about Jesus. Back in his day, that wasn't a good thing. That wasn't done. Remember, this is Jesus, not me, ladies, okay? Don't you look at me like that, Karen. He valued women in a time when that wasn't done. He played with children. Grown men don't play with children. Well, except me, but other grown men don't play with children. He offended the religious authorities, the powerful. And get this. He died on a cross, not for those who were worth it, but for those who definitely were not. And then there are the lessons he taught. He went around preaching and teaching that the way to be first is to be last. In what universe does that make sense? The way to success is service. The way to gain is to let go. The way of strength is weakness. The way to deal with your mistakes is not to hide them, but to admit them, to confess them. Forgive those who hurt you. Save your life by losing it. This is just crazy talk. God's power is made perfect in weakness. Become free by giving complete control to God. Become great by becoming a servant to all. That's just nuts. But it gets worse, so much worse. Turn the other cheek. Walk a second mile. Keep blessings on those who curse you. Sell all your possessions and give all of the money to the poor. Now, as chair of finance, I hope you're listening. Forget a stewardship campaign. Forget the commitment cards. 
we're just going to have everybody in the church sell their homes and give the money to the church. You with me? Yeah. And we're going to start with Phil. Phil's going to represent the staff in this project. So put it on the market, Phil. Yeah, you see? Greg's got this all planned out. If I said that for real, don't do it, Phil. But if I said that for real, you would think I'd lost my mind. But do you think Jesus was kidding when he told a rich young man to do exactly that? And not just his house, but everything he owned. And give the money to the poor. And Jesus is far from the only crazy person in the Bible. The disciples left everything to follow Jesus. Homes, families, wives, children, friends, careers, properties. Okay, Lynn. Yes, Lynn's fused. I'm looking at you. Yeah. What if Jesus... Come and follow me. By the way, I want you to be my disciple. Uh, I'm sending you to China. That's the right answer. What a beautiful lady. It would turn your life upside down, wouldn't it? That's a clue. It might be from God. Because God's word turns our lives upside down. I worry in our world, in our Christian world, in our Christian churches. We have a faith that turns the world upside down. So with a church on every corner and every block of this nation, why isn't this nation at least turned upside down? I wonder if we're living our faith with power. And that includes me. Are we living our faith with power? Are we, we lavishing love on people? Or are we settling for second best? Are we going way overboard in our witness? Or are we just doing enough? If our faith turns the world upside down, which I know it does, why isn't our world upside down with millions of Christians in it? There's Paul. Talk about a nut. Paul was on a fast track to Jewish leadership. And he trades it all for shipwrecks, for stonings and hunger and thirst and beatings and muggings and thieves and betrayal for whippings and 
when you read the scriptures, it doesn't take you long to discover that this nut spent more time in jail than out. And while he was behind bars, chained to a wall, what did he do? He was singing hymns and praying. Crazy, crazy, crazy. A widow gives the last few coins she has to God. A woman pours a whole bottle of expensive perfume on Jesus' feet. Early believers shared everything in common as if everyone owned everything. What a bunch of nuts. Why in the world would anyone choose to live their lives that way? For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. One of the nuts I read says it this way. When Neil Armstrong was on the moon, an American flag was planted to signify the accomplishment of his journey. The goal had been established in 1960 to set a person on the moon before the end of the decade. In 1969, that goal was achieved in a most dramatic way. When Jesus was on the earth, he planted a cross to signify the accomplishment of his journey. On a place called the Skull, during the Roman occupation of Palestine, that goal was achieved in a most dramatic way. We are never more like Christ than when we love the unlovely, than when we respond to evil with goodness, than when we return insult with blessing, than when we live with the cross at the center of our hearts and lives. So when the world calls us crazy, Rejoice, we might just be doing something right. Amen.
I'm proud to be a nut. A nut for Jesus. I'm proud that I have a bunch of nuts in this church. Nuts for Jesus. I mean, think about it. You decorated cans of peaches and beans. Made them look like Christmas presents. That's pretty nuts. You're letting 25 strangers sleep in the fellowship hall for three weeks. That's pretty nuts. Pretty nuts. Sundays are meant for easy chairs and football. For Green Bay Packers. You know who you are. But instead, some of you are spending time at a soup kitchen, feeding people. I love my nuts. Jesus does not demand that we be holy. Just that we be crazy for him. May God find you and touch you in wonderful, crazy ways this week. Amen.